Hi, guys. Happy New Year's. Welcome back to Get Out of My Head with your co-host, Manny and Brooke. Hope you guys are doing well with this cold-ass weather. I know that this isn't our first episode since the new year, but pretty sure this is our first time recording since the new year. Yeah? Yes, and also we have failed to like actually introduce ourselves the past episode. So we felt like that should probably be like a thing. Yes, I'm Brooke. And I'm Maddie. If you ever forget whose voice is whose, if you don't like know us or if sometimes we sound alike, I'm, you know, we we should really start introducing ourselves more. Yes, that's probably a fact. Um, We will start doing that. We will get better. But um, first few episodes, just bear with us. Yes. We're so happy that you guys came along with us for the new year. We have a lot of good things in store. Speaking of new and exciting things, we figured it would be a fantastic idea to kind of involve you guys in what we decide to put out in our podcast episodes. So we were thinking about um, uploading a Google form and be anonymous, um, kind of, you know, talking about what you guys want to hear. Maybe you guys have a story you want to tell us, some confessions, weird but true, literally anything under the sun. We would love to hear some feedback and maybe some new ideas for potential podcast episodes from you guys. But we're going to try to upload those to um anchor so it will disperse throughout we're gonna put it in the description of our episodes so literally no matter where you're listening it should be in your description it should i think we're just gonna do a google form and it's gonna be completely anonymous if you want to leave literally whatever you want literally just leave multiple messages leave one leave something for us we want to know what you want to hear we want to hear your interesting fucking stories we want to know what you want advice on what you want to hear literally Please. everything just, we are open to literally anything just give it to us <laughs> just give us something please but that should be up as this um podcast episode goes up so that should be in the description i want to see you guys clicking that link yes, and leaving ma'am. us something it's anonymous we literally are not going to know who you are so Please leave us a funny story. Leave us something to react to. Leave us something that's been going on lately. If you want advice, we got you. We would love to do like a um, listeners episode where we just kind of talk to you guys about what you guys have to say. You know, I think it'd be very fun to, you know, like like Brooke said, if you guys have any advice or if you guys have a story, a confession, something you want us to do, we will incorporate it in our podcast. Or if you just straight up have an episode idea, something that you want us to cover, something that you want us to talk about. Literally nothing is off limits. We are here to talk about pretty much anything. Explosive content. Yeah, so anything that you want us to cover, please just write it in. If we think it's dumb, we're, we, we probably won't. I was going to say, there probably is no wrong answer I was and no say, dumb like, we, comments. Please tell us what you want to hear. Yes. We're here to cover literally anything, and we're interested in so much. Absolutely. But yeah, so um, today's episode, we are kind of going to be talking about um, being down the rabbit hole as far as internet-wise. There's a lot of things that we have been, what is the word? Um, I don't know, I like drawn to Yes, lately. interested in. Yeah, that has like, kind of caught our attention over the past couple of weeks, and we kind of wanted to share with you guys some of the things we found on the internet. The internet is an insane place. Crazy world. Let's get into it. Yes, ma'am. Okay, 
So to start off, Maddie and I both really like listening to Two Hot Takes. I don't know if you guys are going to know what Two Hot Takes is, but it's a podcast where they go over Reddit stories. So good. I don't even know. Did you, do you know when you found out about Two Hot Takes? It was definitely like fall time. Maybe summer, fall time area. I feel like I like found it on TikTok mm-hmm. at some point and I was just like, I should listen to this. It seems interesting. And, and it, it sure is. was. It is. They just read Reddit stories, give their intake, read the comments, see if they agree with the comments, that kind of thing. So that put me into the rabbit hole of Reddit. We love Reddit. Reddit's fucking crazy, by the way. If you don't have Reddit... Go get it. Reddit's crazy. The things that you never thought people would actually do or say. Crazy. That's just insane. Me and Maddie have both been on Reddit. I kind of like, since we started listening to the podcast, I was like, Maddie, you gotta make a Reddit. Like, I sure shit did. It's, it's funny. So I scrolled through, Maddie scrolled through. We have some stories that we kind of just want each other to react to. Starting off, I have a malicious compliance one. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm actually going to get the definition for malicious compliance because it's kind of hard to describe, but it's really funny. So the Those people be ruthless, I tell you what. Literally, it's hilarious. So the definition of malicious compliance is the behavior of strictly following the orders of a superior despite knowing that compliance within the orders will have an unintended or negative result. So basically, you're like con- conforming, but not in the way that they are wanting you to. It's like a way that they're biting what they're biting themselves in the ass for Absolutely. asking you to do it, basically, because you're making them regret asking you. Basically, being a smart ass if you want to. It's hilarious. Put it in short terms. So my first story is on r slash malicious compliance, titled "Apartment Manager quote unquote doesn't take cash for two cent bill." Malicious compliance ensues. Oh no. Okay. In 2019, I moved from an apartment complex in Celebration, Florida, to a condo. As usual, when you move out of an apartment, you get the final bill, which includes your last month's prorated rent, deductions for damages, security deposit refunds, and the like. We paid it. The next month, I get a call from my wife who says we've gotten a follow-up bill in the mail from the apartment management company for two cents. We're both in the tech field, so we laughed at the company's IT department for not catching the edge case of spending 50 cents in postage to collect two cents in revenue, but it happens. My wife prints out a copy of the bill. I grab two cents from the change jar. The apartment complex is on my daily drive, so I swing by the office. I walk in and tell the manager that I want to pay my last bill. I say, it's two cents, here's the bill, and I have the two cents if you want it. The manager says, we don't take cash. Nothing else. There was an awkward pause. I say, I don't expect you to take cash. I expect us both to have a laugh about how silly computer systems are and for you to write off the two cents because it'd cost you more to process the payment. She says, I'm not going to do that. Again, awkward pause. (laughs) I say, so you want me to write a check for two cents and mail it and you're going to process that check. And the manager says, yes, send us a check and we'll process it. And then walks back into her office to end the conversation. So, I go home and set up an automatic payment. 
monthly from my bank to my apartment complex for three cents. And then, because I'm a programmer, I write some codes to send a letter once per month saying, I'm so sorry, I've overpaid my bill. Please send me a check for the overpayment. And I use an online service that sends postal cards in ridiculous sizes, around 18 inches by 24 inches, figuring that'll be my escalation strategy. The first of the next month, I get a call from the apartment company's regional manager. After introducing himself, the next two minutes were the most instant, no, no, were the most sincere. Oh my God, we've made a mistake. Please don't do this. We'll never contact you again. Apology anyone could have ever hoped for. I stopped the mail and never heard from them again. Did I spend several hours on MC for two cents? Yes. Was it worth it? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Mans knew what he was doing. I thought that was hilarious. The fact, though, that they could not accept... I guess I don't know exactly how every apartment policy is, like, check-wise, but the fact that they couldn't have just taken the two cents or... It's two fucking cents. It literally what doesn't matter. What the fuck matter. are you going to do with that? Literally just write it off. Exactly. That's why he was like... Yeah, I can, like, if you want it, I can give you the two cents. Like, this he is funny. He gave them his two cents, all right. He really did. Dude, that was so like, funny. Like, that shit's fucking, oh, man. Shout out to that guy. No, that was, that was only 56 days ago, but it has 56,000 upvotes. Good God. People, mm, honestly, fuck that. A lot of the comments are just people saying that they've had similar experiences. So there's not, like much there but well do they really expect people to sit there and write a check for two cents send it in the mail for them to get it to process it for just literally ridiculous money what the fuck also like he said it costs more to process that payment than the payments actually work so what are you really gaining out of you know what the funniest part is the people that work for these companies and shit are never getting paid enough to care like as much as they do oh yeah i saw this tiktok video of this guy and he worked for walmart and this guy was trying to like walk out with his cart full of stuff and he had his receipt and the walmart employee would not let him walk out he wasn't stealing anything. He refused to look at his receipt and he wouldn't let him walk out of Walmart. What the fuck? And it's just like, he literally looked at him and he was like, I know you're not getting paid enough. Like, why are you acting this way? Exactly. Because literally, you're not getting paid enough. I paid for everything and you are going to keep me from walking this to my car. For what? You're not getting for paid what? enough to even care. If I no. was stealing at all, you're not getting paid enough to exactly. care. Exactly. Like, oh. all right. <laughs> Oh, okay. Are you ready for the next one? Hit me with it. Okay. So this is from r slash am I the asshole? And there is a consensus. So we can talk about it. And then I can like absolutely tell you the official Reddit vote too. So r slash am I the asshole is about people wondering if they're the asshole and people get to vote one way or the other. They get concluded one way or the other. Yes. All right. I, 24 female, have lived in the same apartment for four years, and this time, I've had two roommates. One, the first two years I lived here, and the second, for the rest of the time. My current roommate, 32 female, has been great until now. She's in a long-term relationship, and over Christmas, she got proposed to. Now they want to live together, but they both approached me and asked me to let her fiancé take over my lease, and for me to find a new place as soon as possible. I have a few problems with this. I feel like they should find a new place together since I've lived here longer. I also told my roommate I have a few months ago that I spoke to the landlord about our lease together. And once it's up, I'll be living alone since I can now afford it. 
At the time, she agreed and said that her boyfriend and her would look for a place together. I told her this, but when... But she said that when they started looking for a new place, that everything else was too expensive and it made sense for me to move out and not her. I refused and told her that she can ask the landlord if there would be units available for them in our building. She started cussing me out and has had her fiancé and their friends harassing me about it. There's four months left on the lease, so I'm just going to ignore them, but when I spoke to my mom about it, she thinks I should let them have the apartment since they need to start saving for their wedding. What are your thoughts? <sighs> Okay, <laughs> so first off, there's these, the, from my understanding, there's two roommates, mm -hmm. and they both have already been there for eight months of their lease. Yes. Correct, because well, she okay. said she has four months left, and their lease is probably a year. Okay, so she says she's lived there for four years. Okay, that's she had worse. She had a roommate for the first two years, and then... I the second for the rest of the time. So this other roommate for has been years. here for two years. Okay, so here but we the, are. Uh, but like the the OP is four has years. lived here for four years. Okay, so this bitch who <laughs> is inevitably basically she came two years later and she's already had this apartment and she wants to bring in her fiance in and decides you know what you are the one that's going to leave and we are going to be the ones to stay. Bitch, I don't think so. No, I think you're the asshole. The lady is the asshole, not yes. the one telling the story. She has no, no, she has done no wrong. I genuinely think that um, if I were in this position, the fiance and the roommate should be getting a completely different place and they need to leave this lady alone because she's been there for a lot longer than either one of them. And what right do they have trying to literally kick her out of her own fucking place that she's had for four years for them to come in and be like, yep, this is ours now. And then her mom her wants mom, to be on the dude. boat with them. They need to save for their wedding. Fuck that. Go get an apartment that is cheaper than the one you're in now then, okay? If you want to save for your apartment. What? I'm so mad, mainly because her roommate just a few months ago was like, oh yeah, no, me and my boyfriend will go look for other apartments. And now all of a sudden, because their fiancé and fiance now they need this apartment that they've lived in half the time as right. op and even so like the fiance has never fucking lived there what right does he have what to just literally walk in and destroy everything i don't fucking think so boyfriend fiance whatever the case is that place is not yours i am so sorry you need to go somewhere else no like the fiance this just pisses me off how are you going to look at someone who had the plan and told you straight up, I'm going to be living in the apartment alone when our lease is up? Exactly. We have four months left. At the end of this, I'm living alone. Yeah. And then for her to just be like, nah, so actually... We're going to kick you out of your own apartment. You got to get the fuck out. You got to go. Huh? Huh? I don't fucking think so. Who? Who said? Who asked? Who asked? <laughs> no, her mom... Her mom is such a fucking... What a prick, what? bro. No. That's so ridiculous. Like, you really gonna have your daughter have to leave and you're mm. on their side? I don't give a fuck if they're getting married tomorrow. Y'all can go find yourself a different apartment. Exactly. I'm so sorry. Anyways, what's this consensus, Miss oh, Ma'am? Consensus is not the asshole. Ah. Oh, there was a comment. Good. There's a comment about the mom. Says not the oh asshole. OP, your mom is the type of person who doesn't like to make waves and sees that you being inconvenienced is the easier thing than someone else being inconvenienced. Take note of that. Because if she doesn't have your back now, she never will. If you've already had an agreement, 
then you stay. You've been there longer, your roommate can find somewhere else. Document the harassment for both the landlord and the police if it comes to the point where a restraining order needs to be taken out. Oh, God. They could. Yep. They said that to the T. Like, the mom, L. L mom. L mom. L mom. Like, who the fuck do you think L you roommates are? L mom. OP, not the asshole. No. Mm-mm. Definitely oh. not the asshole. L mom thinks that she has a say in anything. She's an adult, clearly. She's got her own apartment. Just Literally. because she isn't taking... She isn't, like what is it called being the people pleaser and bowing down to this conflict nah nah no, you have every right to stand up for yourself queen go off anyway that's my that's my that's my spiel no i literally everything <laughs> everything do you have a story i do have one it is back on the malicious compliance um the title is take off my earphones while you're speaking to me sure no problem officer so happened this morning even though i made a complete and full stop at a four-way stop i get pulled over by a police vehicle lights flashing the works i turn my dash cam around to face me and whomever goes in front of the driver's side window i roll it down and ask what seems to be the problem officer officer looks at me the way one would at a sticky piece of gum stuck on the bottom of one shoe you didn't make a complete stop he says i adjust one of my hearing aids lost part of my hearing due to being a touring session musician previously and before i could speak he firmly orders sir take off your earphones when i'm talking to you I take both hearing aids off and look at him. I can read lips a little, but we're both masked, so I can't understand what he's saying. I communicate in sign language simultaneously while speaking verbally. I'm deaf, and I didn't understand what you just said. Can you communicate to me in ASL? Please. He points at my hearing aids that look like Apple AirPods, motioning me to put them on. I respond, yes, officer. Without those, I can only communicate in ASL. Please instruct me in ASL, and I will be compliant in every possible way. He looks at the dash cam that's neatly pointed squarely at us and mumbles, for fuck's sake. He then motions for me to go, giving me two thumbs up. Needless to say, I rolled up the window and drive, drove away as fast as legally allowed. Couldn't wipe the smile off my face all day, lol. That's fucking hilarious. I just thought it was really funny because there was also someone who um, commented, reminds me of the cops who were demanding a paraplegic man to get out of his vehicle even after he told them he was paraplegic. Mm. Which blows my mind at the fact that some people are just very um, shallow. No, they can't dude. understand like dis disabled at all. No, like cops too. I feel like just like the videos and shit I've seen, like cops just having... Like forgetting about basic human decency. Oh, for real. They they assume the worst. And it's wild. I just. Did you ever see the train video? No. What train okay, video? Okay. So like graphic warning. If you don't want to hear about this, you can skip ahead Blow like thirty seconds to a minute. Um. But basically, there was this video going around. I honestly don't remember what state it was in, but this woman got pulled over. I don't remember exactly why she got detained, but I want you to know that there was a child's like car seat in the back i don't know if the child was there i don't think that the child was there but the woman was pulled over and they detained her they put her in the back of the car whatever but they had pulled her over and parked the police car on train tracks and a train started coming and instead of like getting in the car and moving it they just backed away from the car and let it get hit by the train Oh and the woman God. had to get, like, sent to the emergency care. And it's just, like, 
why did you even your your job is to enforce safety like a part of your job is to enforce road like fucking road laws and you're parking on train tracks right that makes sense totally like what that story just haunts me. That's I. That, that's kind of that's there was a video because oh, I saw it on fuck. TikTok, of course. Because why wouldn't I? TikTok is very uncensored. I swear. Yeah, no, TikTok is crazy. It has everything. But no, that that blows my mind. Like it's just goosebumps. It just ugh, I don't like it. I don't. There's a lot of police stories just don't sit right. No, but like that's a topic for another time. But you <sighs> for know. Real. All right, I have one last Reddit story for everyone. Um, Am I the asshole for leaving my in-law's Christmas dinner after I found out that they didn't make accommodations for me? So, this one... All right, a little interesting. There's also a few, like, points at the bottom, too, so... I got invited to my fiancé's family Christmas celebratory... celebratory dinner... It's my first Christmas with them. I've always been a picky eater about what I eat. I can't help it, and it has to do with psychological factors, childhood, and personal likes and dislikes. Before accepting their invite, I let future mother-in-law know that I wouldn't be eating their traditional food at their celebration and showed her a variety of dishes to choose from to accommodate me. She refused and told me to bring my own dish. I said if I had to bring my own dish when I'm a guest, then I'd better stay at home then. We went back and forth, and I insisted I wouldn't come if accommodations weren't made. I just thought it was a simple request, and future mother-in-law could have agreed if she really wanted me there. My fiancé agreed that I should bring my own dish, and I didn't. When we arrived there and I saw that no accommodations were made, I got up, got my things, walked out, and went home. My future mother-in-law and fiancé were shocked. I got tons of calls and texts from both of them, My fiancé came home lashing out, calling me selfish and spoiled to walk out like that over a dish that his mom didn't have to make for me, and that it was my responsibility to feed myself. How is it my responsibility to feed myself when I'm a guest? Makes no sense to me. I told him this, and he accused me of starting shit and ruining my first Christmas with his family and disrespecting his mom. Now he's continually saying I fucked up and should have sucked it up for the family's sake. ETA to clear a few points. For those saying I have no respect for my in-laws, I do, especially future mother-in-law. I respect her, but this is so far the biggest conflict we've had. Two, I work long hours on holidays, so not much time to cook. Three, I wasn't asking for an elaborate dish or several dishes, just one simple option. So, do you have... Do you have some input on this? Yes. Okay, so I did see another story semi-like that talking about how this girl had, like, allergies. Mm -hmm. And so she had to bring her own dish, but, like, her mother-in-law was the one that was like, no, like, if you can't accept my food, then blah, blah, blah. So this... That's crazy. This mother-in-law is saying that, you know, you can come, but you need to bring your own dish. Mm -hmm. Right then and there, first off, moms, dads, whoever's the one cooking a Christmas Thanksgiving meal takes all fucking day. Exactly. And even the night before, like they go above and beyond to make all the favorite dishes of their family, their family. Okay. You have been here for a year, not even a year. 
and your mother-in-law wants you to be there, but she is not going to accommodate and make a whole separate meal just for you, the least you can do is show up and have your own dish waiting for you. If you have these accommodations, granted, I don't know what your allergies are. I don't know what the accommodations are for. But your mother-in-law is not in charge of, you know, making a separate dish for yourself. Like, she's already doing this whole thing for her family. You can bring your own dish. You are the asshole. 100%. Literally. Literally. Because here's the thing. Me and Maddie are picky picky eaters ourselves. Yeah. So, top comment, by the way, is you're the asshole from one picky eater to another. Mm -hmm. Literally that. You are the asshole. Yes. And it goes on to say, I went to a Christmas dinner with my mom's family. There was nothing I wanted, so I just socialized and ate when I got home. Why should she have to make a whole new dish just for you? That is pretty entitled behavior. I was going to say, like, if I had a significant other and it was my first time at a holiday get-together with them and they had food that I didn't necessarily care for, and I knew this prior because everyone always says, like, when they're going to have dinner, like, a week before. Okay, I will either eat before and go there and socialize with everybody and have a good time or do it after or even bring my own snack. Literally, it's not that fucking big of a deal. You, The world does not revolve around you, honey. Exactly. Wow. Your boyfriend was kind enough to invite you to this family occasion, and you are going to make it 20 million times harder for him? Doesn't sound like wifey material to me, if you... I mean, in my opinion. No, for real. I, I've i been in two different, like, long-term relationships where I have gone to family, Christmases, Thanksgivings, whatever. Exactly. You name it, yeah. I've been there. You know, whatever. But... You never caught me if I didn't like their food. First of all, saying that like I wouldn't be there right. or ever once asking them to accommodate me. No. I would rather go hungry at someone else's family function than for one second expect them to go out of their way for me. Or bash their meals that they took so long to prep for. I like, don't even ask my own family. Like I used to go to my uncle's Thanksgiving and I never once was like hmm what are you guys making can you make sure that there's something for me there if i don't like it i'll go i'll be with the people because that's the point exactly i'll go be with people and then i'll eat when i get home it's not that big of a deal that's on me get off your high horse that was go touch some grass go touch grass (laughs) that has been one of my favorite things recently literally go fucking touch touch grass grass. nah yeah Mm. oh god i love reddit oh good comment here Allowing OP to bring her food was the accommodation. Exactly. But she didn't want to be accommodated. She wanted to be catered to. Someone should explain the difference to her. So true. So fucking true. Hit it right on the head. I love Reddit comments. They always do so good at getting the point. They don't give a fuck. They literally give these people what they need to hear. Yes, ma'am. so serious. Okay, so that is what we had from Reddit For our next topic, so I don't know if any of you guys have seen the series Dahmer on Netflix or if you guys are interested in like murder mystery serial killer type vibes. Um, I know lately, the past month or two, there's been an Idaho case kind of swirling around. Yeah, and I don't know if anybody keeps up to date with that, but it's been pretty serious considering it's like people around our age especially just being college students on a college campus and that happening um very scary very crazy but myself probably as well as brooke um infatuated with documentaries as far as murder crime all of the above true crime especially um 
but we are doing a lighthearted uh episode here I was so gonna say not trying to like be romanticizing no, no or like we're not trying to no just tr- we just find it very interesting it's just interesting true crime is very interesting to see how people's brains work and why they say, do the things they do it's more of the psychological factor yes. which is kind of where maddie's gonna end yes, up going that's exactly what i mean but since we're doing this lighthearted, i figured it'd be interesting to see what certain serial killers last meals were i know that sounds kind of weird but i feel like um i don't know what made me think of it we had it in our notes for like a podcast episode and i was like huh i'm very curious to know what some of these people decided after everything that they did everything they put people through what they wanted to eat before they were on death row it's so interesting it is very interesting so kicking it off i wanted to start with ted bundy so for those of you who don't know who ted bundy is he um was given the death penalty for three counts of murder but then later confessed to killing and raping over 30 women which is just so insane. sad he kidnapped raped have you murdered. seen the movie about him on netflix is it the one with um, it's like a really Zac long Efron? title yeah yep, i sure did that was insane such a they crazy did a very case. good um cinematic art they did very well at articulating um the serial killer his vibe like zach efron evan peters they do such a great job at like carrying their manner mannerism because we oh anyways i could go into that but i (laughs) yes i just wanted to say like i don't love how much things on netflix like romanticize it but i love being able to like under you like their lens like yes get like a lens of perspective what the actual fuck yes because like in the Dahmer series they definitely do show kind of the side of Dahmer like what he saw and how he perceived these people that he decided to prey on i normally i liked how they humanized like the victims more than anything not that the victims families asked for that but i loved that they humanized the victims oh, yeah. that that's probably one of the better ways to do it with family consent yes, by the way yes. because Dahmer didn't do that no which is so fucked but yeah we did watch the series like before finding out all we the ways that they like fucked up the family so like if you guys are interested in something like that definitely recommend giving Dahmer a watch or the one about ted monday which is what we were originally on about i'm so sorry no all good okay anyways as you can tell we get off track but things that we're interested in okay so ted bundy um refused to make a special request as far as what he wanted for his last meal so he was given the standard last meal for the florida death row which was a steak that was medium rare eggs over easy toast with butter and jelly milk coffee juice and hash browns which is quite a spread but the kicker is he didn't eat a single bite of it and then was put in the electric chair there's so many things that are interesting about this first of all the fact that he didn't eat any of it but like he also didn't make a request no but second of all that's the standard list for the final meal in yes, florida on death row like breakfast food plus like a steak <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> okay <laughs> The most important meal of the day, I guess. Can I don't someone, know. <laughs> can someone look up who instated the last meal for death row in Florida? Because what the actual fuck? Who, who chose a steak and an egg and some toast and a bunch of drinks? Because no, half the list is drinks. Milk, coffee, juice. 
Like, who chose this? Uh, no soda, though. I honestly, I'm not sure I would have eaten it either. No. Though I would have looked at it and been like, this is what they give people? <laughs> no, for maybe the toast. Anyways, um, but yeah, I just, I definitely found it interesting that like, you it's, didn't eat anything? Also, you just didn't request anything. No, literally nothing. You just didn't give a fuck. If you were on death row, I I just, I personally, like, I don't even know what I would want. No. But I can't imagine not asking for anything. Yeah, Because like, it, it has to at least be something, like, I like. Exactly. Because if it's the last thing that's going to touch your taste buds, like, you want it to be good. Like, your favorite food or exactly. something. Exactly. Like, come on. But, anyway. Just wild. Who's your next one? <laughs> My next one is John Wayne Gacy, which I'm sure everybody knows is the killer clown. But if you don't know what he's done, he actually was a KFC manager going back before he decided to, you know, do some fuck shit. Crazy. Um, he murdered 33 young men and boys, and he buried the bodies under his house. And judging from his nickname, he also dressed like a clown. Um, I did read somewhere that he used to um, work at, like, little kids events to dress up as a clown and like personally myself i have a horrendous fear of clowns i would never have a clown at my child's Couldn't birthday party me personally not. but back in the Y'all day stay safe exactly but back in the day they they liked that shit anyway um he asked for 12 fried shrimp a bucket of kfc fried chicken french fries and a pound of strawberries and he was never told if that chicken was actually from KFC. So he could have gotten some, like, gas station chicken and good enough, I guess. But That's crazy. It was a lot of fried food and then the strawberries, I That's, guess. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Where do the strawberries come right. in? And why a whole pound? A whole pound of strawberries. Because you're eating how many shrimp? Literally. And how many pieces of chicken? Isn't there, like, 12 to 15 in a, bucket? in a bucket, bro? Yeah, no, and then you need a french whole fries? pound. Oh my god, and it's the french fries. fried food and then strawberries. And then he got that lethal injection. Ew. Oh my gosh, yeah. wait. When people get their f- last meals on death row. Ew. Yeah. I didn't act- Ew. Y'all already, y'all know what we're thinking. You I don't know have what we're to saying. Say. I don't have to say what we're thinking. Y'all know yes. the connection that I just made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Um, I can only so imagine much. the clean-up crew, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. They're fucked. Oh, my They're God. getting fucked. They're getting fucked. If you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. All right. Do you have... Which I have one. Oh, I have one that's just like, what the fuck? Absolutely. I have no idea who this is. So, that's I'm fine. so sorry. I didn't actually, like... Oh, wait. No. It actually does say on here. She is convicted of... Or he. I actually don't know. They were convicted of killing Bobby Jean Robertson, a convenience store clerk, and four other people. Wow. So, I don't know what the story is, but the name is Marion Albert Pruitt. And (laughs) the last meal on here just goes wild. I'm ready for it. Let's hear it. Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza. Now, it doesn't specify, specify, but I'm going... Why did I say that twice? <laughs> specify, specify. Guys, I just glitched. Please keep that in there. I glitched. I sure will. That's like proof of the Matrix or something. Like, I don't know. I, I glitched. Um, I'm going to guess it's a whole pizza. Oh, most definitely. So, Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza. Thick ass pizza. We got pizza, that topping... Right? 
Is it just regular? I don't know. It doesn't specify, but we have four Burger King Whoppers. Good God. French fries, of course. Fried eggplant. (laughs) We're getting wild. That's exotic. I don't know. Fried squash. Fried okra. These are like all in the same category. Why are they all fried? Why are you frying it? Why are they all fried? Anyway, um... Americans, am I right? No, for real? (laughs) Okay, last... Oh, wait. Yeah. A whole pecan pie. If that's your choice of pie, uh... Yeah, no, first of all, why is that your choice of pie? um... Also, I just can't get over the eggplant and okra and squash, bro. They're all fried, too. Everything's fried. The list isn't even done. (laughs) She wanted to make sure, like... The list isn't even done, either. Oh, my God, there's still more. Um, last. Last thing. Three two-liter Pepsi bottles. Who is gonna drink that much in a day's time span? How long do you think that it took them to eat everything <laughs> i feel like they were sitting there for a good two hours right. at least let's think about this a whole pizza yes a whole pie three two liters Ooh, are we and four then... four whoppers i'm so I sorry forgot about the whoppers that makes me like sick to my stomach because like burger king in my opinion is just not not the place i'd go to for mm, burgers mm-mm. but mm-mm. uh fried eggplant fried squash fried okra oh my god Everything is fried, except for that pecan pie. Just getting, like, getting no. too, too much. I don't know what your taste buds be doing, but they not budding the right way. Like, get that shit out of there. I don't, like... I, were you robbing the convenience store because, like, you didn't have money? Like, were you starving? Like, you God, I don't understand. I'm just That's saying, so much food. Who's like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to not be on this earth anymore. Mmm fried okra four Mm. burger king whoppers if you if any of my friends are listening if you are on death row and you would include a burger king in any way in your final meal i don't want you to speak to me ever again respectfully don't disrespectfully don't call me don't come by my house (laughs) don't come by my house we need to watch Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah, I'm glad you knew where that was from. We should. We should. I'm so dumb. That's hilarious. Oh my god. No, um, Burger King? What the no. fuck? Just, I don't, I can't tell you the last time I had Burger King. I'd say Pizza Hut. About it. Pizza Hut's like a decent dub. It's Pizza Hut's pretty right. greasy, but like, other than oh, that. Like I said, that By the time that they're green. eating it, the grease is probably dried up. Ooh, yeah. You know that that pizza ain't hot when they're eating it. That'd be it. sticking to your insides. Good Ew. luck, heat cleanup crew, like I said. Ew. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. Anyways. You got a last one? I've got one more, and I don't even know who this man is, but I can tell you what he did, which is very interesting to me. So the name is Ricky Ray Rector, triple R. He killed a man in a restaurant. He was on the run for three days and then agreed to turn himself in. But instead of accepting his arrest, he shot a police officer and tried to commit suicide, which ended in self-inflicted lobotomy. And if you guys don't know what a lobotomy is, um, look up Ratched Nurse. I don't know if you guys have seen that on Netflix, but basically it's to do with head trauma. I can Um, look up a definition real quick. I gotta say, I think back in the day it was their eye or their... Um, it is a type of brain surgery that became popular in the 1930s. It involves severing the connection between the frontal lobe and the other parts of the brain. Yes. 
And the frontal lobe is mainly what you use for thinking. Yes. Like and actual conscious They thought. literally would take a very sharp object in a hammer. Oh my god. Like, it's insane. But this man was trying to shoot a police officer, which he did, and then he was trying to commit his own suicide. But the man did not sh- I don't know what, what kind of gun he was using, but when he shot himself, he ended up just giving himself a lobotomy. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but his last meal was steak, fried chicken, cherry Kool-Aid, and pecan pie. And the man ate everything but the pecan pie and told the guards that he was, and I quote, saving it for later. Oh, yeah. You go, King. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're saying for later and when later is. Was the pecan pie just like shit? Did he just like take one bite and he was like, nah. fuck this shit. I'm ready to die. Yeah. <laughs> the pecan pie was so Wasn't shit. It? He Wasn't literally it? just wanted to be gone. He said, yeah, this is... He said, nah. maybe it'll taste better when I don't have taste I'm buds. Say, like, maybe, just put it in the grave with me. That's my saving for later. I don't know, bro. That shit just blew my mind. I find it really interesting to see when people have their last, like, physical thoughts before going to the grave, like, what you would choose as your food. Because, like, genuinely, if that was my decision, I don't even know what I would choose. Like, I have no idea. There was a man that just chose two pints of mint chocolate chip. I don't remember his name. I saw I that, too. That and I was like, hmm okay yeah sure i just well let us know what you guys would choose if you guys know no, for real that's so that's, like i have no idea what so i would interesting. choose no like you're about to die you only get to eat one more thing that's just crazy yeah okay yeah wild all i right. guess that makes sense why the fucking meals are so all over the place because you just want different meals whatever you, you really like yeah exactly but like personally i don't really like whoppers no personally that's my last choice but personally disrespectfully don't be my friend if you're choosing a whopper for a last meal Mm -mm. Mm -mm. thank god me and marion were never tight no for real sorry marion oh fuck (laughs) all right moving on down the rabbit hole me and maddie will always be down this rabbit hole so much that you're probably going to get tired of it inevitably get a whole episode on it but we're gonna wait for and this one will give it away. We're going to wait for Allie Lottie to say some more shit. Oh, yeah. Let her let her keep spitting it out. Let her keep going on her bullshit. So, we, uh, we've been down a juice world spiral. And I, I don't know. Personally, I think mine started because I, like, started getting more juice stuff on TikTok. And I started liking it. And so, of yes. course, you know, the For You page just starts to churn. But, first of all, let's go ahead. So, we've just been going down a juice world rabbit hole. So let's go ahead. Let's just have I'm this so conversation. Down with it. What what Allie said on her Instagram was oh. it on a live? It was a live. It was All her right. live. You remember what she said? Wasn't it something about how um, we don't know the whole story? She was saying that Juice World didn't die from an overdose. She was yelling that she shit was too. Being All sorts Hold of chest. disrespectful. And I was not having that, but, um, yes, she claims that not everybody knows the full story. She was there, you know, those, I don't know if we can name the drug, but those were not in his sight. She made sure they were not there. It's just so interesting. Hmm. Hmm. It's, I don't know. I don't even like, I don't mean to be disrespectful. Obviously they were together. Obviously he loved her all that jazz, right? Um, but at the end of the day. She has been so insanely disrespectful since his death. Absolutely. It's getting crazy. 
crazy and i can't get away from it on my like tiktok no, it's genuinely everywhere and can we talk about her giving juice's watch to her um underaged yep new man new man getting her tattoo removed is that true i don't know if that was just I like i know if it's because it was literally just a picture of where it was and it looked like from the frame that they had shot it that it wasn't there anymore but also it was never spoken about i don't know if there's more pictures that you can actually see truly but if it's the case that shit's so fucked it's pissing me off because jared juice world right he was how old when they were together he was like well like, he was 18 i think when 18 they first to like started. 20 yeah 18, 18 to barely 21 so he's with Allie, right and he's still borderline a child yeah sure he's an adult but he's still borderline a child and Allie at this point is like 26 right i'm thinking oh, yeah, she's minimum she's like 26 him. so she's making these decisions as a like as an adult and she's getting this. these tattoos she's buying these things right you're gonna get that tattoo removed you got that tattoo how like being a full functioning adult your boyfriend died yes like the it's, it's were, not like a you guys broke up no this man you were inevitably going to marry apparently there was speculation about you guys trying for kids and obviously like there are you didn't know, work yeah. out but you know like this was ultimately gonna be like the real deal it wasn't just something that's just crazy that the just disrespect is wild like this man changed lyrics for this girl in one of his songs and like it just blows my mind that that love is so real but it can switch in a blink of an eye. I will never forget always being like, everyone was always just like, Juice and Allie are goals. They like, are everybody forever. wants to be like, Juice and Allie. You know, the songs, they love each other so much. So Listen to Starstruck, it's an unreleased song. Literally any song, it's about Allie. It's just like, it, he loved this girl so much. But he also saw her flaws. And, and nobody still loved wanted that to, too. Exactly. But nobody wanted to listen. It just blows my freaking mind. Like, I've been seeing just too much lately. Too much disrespect. The dogs, the Juice's dogs. dogs. I don't know if they were like his dogs. I don't know. Um, but the fact that Allie's new man's like posted up with him. Um, Allie's new man has posted on his Instagram story with Juice's old watch. Yep. Posted up with Juice's song playing yep. over the story. That's coming, disrespectful coming as fuck. Coming the same girl that before she even really like you know, was with him. She listened to Lucid Dreams for the first time. I was like, this mm. is why I hate rappers like this. Like, this shit is this ass. This is why like, I can't fuck rappers. Yeah, like, but then this is the same lady that was on in his DMs constantly trying to get his attention. And when he, she finally did, she led him down, like, a different path than anybody would have expected. Like, this man was clean yep. for a while. Me and, and Maddie. And then all of a sudden. Me and Maddie fell down this rabbit hole that he was clean before he met Allie. Like they, he had done drugs before, but then he had gotten clean yes. and gotten with Allie. And obviously, she kind of had her connections with drug dealers. This is so funny. And the fact that she was the one basically distributing these. Like, she was his drug dealer. And you, there was videos, like, video picture proof of them being in cars. And she's setting up, like, a line for him. And, like... I don't know if we can say that. Yeah, it's and, fine. And literally just, like, helping him take them. She's literally helping him take these drugs, pills, whatever the case. Why? 
Well, and she's gotten exposed. Um, there's like DMs and shit that have came out too about how before they even got together, she was in multiple different rappers' DMs, literally with just the intention of trying to sell drugs to these rappers. Exactly. And according to the people that were close to Juice, he didn't give into it for the longest time. Mm-mm. I assume because he was with Starfire. Yes. I don't know how long he wasn't with Starfire before he got with Allie. But they definitely overlapped, did they not? I I don't know. I don't know. Like was the there allegations on him cheating on Actually, Starfire with maybe? I feel like there was an overlap. Maybe, but I could be wrong. Don't quote me on it. But yes, uh, I just so I assume that maybe he was with Starfire right. or whatever. But she was DMing all these rappers, mm-hmm. being like, "Do you want drugs? I'll sell you drugs. I have connections." Blah blah blah. He doesn't give into it. Doesn't give into it finally does all of a sudden he's hooked on drugs again he's making have you guys listened to the lyrics of this man's songs oh please granted he was in love with her but the drugs that he ended up on after him and Allie ended up together knowing that he was clean beforehand is sickening please listen to scars it's an unreleased song my life in a nutshell my life in a nutshell on his newest album crazy it's fucking insane just the lyrics are genuinely insane to think about when you know i literally me and maddie just like send each other i don't know maybe it was like a voice memo oh my god all the time just being like dude i listened to the lyrics of this song just hearing and seeing everything that we've seen about Allie and the things that she's said about juice since his passing and everything mm-hmm. like that's crazy like you can't tell me it doesn't mean something or he already knew and nobody was listening to him mm-hmm. like you know he loved her but there is definitely songs before he died talking about this girl and like you know her ex was like already a drug dealer and you know now she's knocking at his door like there is literally so many telltales in his lyrics it's fucking ridiculous it's just ah listening to the music now it's hard not to listen it to the hurts. lyrics and just be like dude no way he he was trying to say it right. and in my life in a nutshell he literally is just like you know these people know me for my music but they don't actually listen to the pain that i'm going through exactly. they don't actually understand it hence here we are now and um i think i might have sent you the video and i don't remember if it was bibby or if it was somebody else but it was one of the people that was close to juice that was interviewed after his passing um and they had kind of distanced mm-hmm. before juice passed yep it was an instagram story mm-hmm. i don't yeah. know if it was bibby or if it I was somebody it was else but basically he was asked do you think that if you had been around jared and shielded him from the people that were around him the bad people in his life that he wouldn't have died right and he was like yeah i honestly do Yeah, that just goes to show that the people around him were so clearly not good for him and dragging him down that if there was just someone in his corner, someone being like, dude, you need to drop all this. You need to come be over here. But instead, all the good people in his life were like, we got to go. And then the ones that he was left with, he felt like entitled to that. He owed them something like, which in reality, he doesn't, whether it was family, friends, the people that stayed, he like was owned by them in a sense. It felt like, I don't know. He, oh, this man deserves so much better. And like, I'm getting emotional thinking about it, but like, 
And Allie loved to be like, well, I was rich before him. How? Because you were selling drugs to other rappers or... No, like... (laughs) It's just funny. No, your clout and your money came from the man who is now in a grave. Because potentially you took him down a rabbit hole. Uh, There's just... um, It just blows my mind. Oh no! I think especially since his birthday, I've just oh my gosh because we fallen were, down. We were really thinking about going to the Juice World Day in Chicago. It was gonna like, be crazy. We were kind of ready because like we could afford it and all that fun stuff. But then we got to thinking about like what could potentially be there with how big he is and it being in a huge city. And we also had to work the next day. Yeah, and then if you guys have tuned in for like our small town talk and us talking about my car in Chicago, then you kind of understand our little PTSD of going back and trying to find another parking lot. Yeah, the the parking (laughs) situation in Chicago, for those of you who are used to it i am so happy for you that your life is just built so different but unfortunately um 218 dollars later is definitely a learning experience yeah um not one that brooke and or maddie want to do again never again so ever but yeah um this episode was very random very out there kind of what we've been um interested intrigued in the past couple weeks the start of the new year Uh, the only other thing that i've really been fucking with just specifically since the new year and i don't know what why but literally i've just been feeling and it seems like contradictory because we're on a podcast but i've been feeling so like antisocial just like I don't know if it's the like new year I want to work on myself but like I just I'm not in the mood to like I could sit in my room for probably like three days and just not talk to anybody I completely understand I think we were talking about that yesterday and you were talking about anti-socialism and then I was talking about isolation like I don't know if it's us how much we work and the fact of going back to school soon and feeling like we need to get our shit together even more so now and there's a lot of stressors and all the above with the new year it just feels like very clustered and very um, unorganized because you feel like you have to do so much in such a little time span but I have felt that like I need to be in one space Like, I have literally done nothing but clean my space for the past few days. Brooke and Contest, I worked on my room and my whole upstairs for, like, a whole entire day and still wasn't done by the time they came over. Today and yesterday, I've done nothing but deep clean. Like, I don't know what it is, but, like, we on that grind shit. We on that, we're blocking everybody else out and we're trying to, like get our shit going is it the healthiest i don't know maybe it's a i don't want to i don't want to say i'm not gonna say i feel like it's not unhealthy it's not unhealthy i don't know i've been doing cleaning too it's just 
exactly being alone i don't know it's alone time i really it's normally after i come home from work i literally <sighs> could just not speak to anyone for the rest of the night probably fine. me and brooke were talking about our new year's this is how it was spent our new year's eve so i had left work and brooke was saying you know there's nothing going on and i was like you know what you're right it feels weird but you're okay with being by yourself and enjoying your own company is the fact that i was ready to go home get in my pjs and watch my TV show. Me and Shameless went hard on Ooh, New Year's Eve. Shameless. I've already watched Shameless through twice, and I'm literally about to do it a third time because Shameless is now my comfort show. I and I, I've liked shows before, and I've always been like, oh yeah, like oh, that's like a comfort show. But I've never had a comfort show like Shameless. Mm-hmm. I watched Shameless, and my life trajectory changed. Oh, yeah, it's a very real Probably show. Probably got shorter, but it changed. No, that's fair. There's a lot of shit going on, but it's very real and uncensored. Like, Do you have they a favorite really... season? Ooh, a favorite season. I feel like the... I don't know why, but like the earlier seasons were my favorite. Probably one through three. Um, I don't know why. I feel like it's just everybody's there. There's a lot of shit going on. I feel like after a certain character left... I don't want to spoil it because I don't know if people are going to watch it or whatnot. After mm. this one character left who was a big part in the family trage- trajectory. Mm-hmm. Jesus, fuck, Maddie. Um, it just felt different. Very odd. Um, but I really like the earlier seasons. Granite, there is one man. His name is Carl in the show. Ooh. As the seasons keep going on, he just keeps aging like finer. fine wine, bro. Like... No, for real. Woo! Ethan Ethan aged like five. I was going to say, him, him getting out of uh, Juvie or whatever. White boy oh Carl. Oh, my God. White Sorry. boy Carl. White boy Carl. Um, on comfort shows, mine's probably been Friends. I love Friends. And, I have watched it. Oh, girl. See, that's the thing is, like, it's kind of like... Um, like a sitcom it's kind of like a okay. sitcom like where you it's the laughing in the back when someone makes you know i got it's you. a very like 90s show but like i don't know i really love the life lessons that they give and uh, it's just such a homey show it reminds me of my freshman year at my dorm when i was all alone and Aww. the only thing i had was my box sets and my small tv no cable and that's what i watched so now I watch it every time I'm sick. <laughs> I've literally heard so many good things about Friends, but I've never seen it. I also know that you really like One Tree Hill, and I've I never love seen that One either. Tree Hill. It's on Hulu if you haven't seen it. I um, really should. It's now that I have really Hulu, good. I recommend it. You would like seasons one through four on Netflix. Was it going did. to watch and it my freshman year of high school, as well as Friends. They took that down too. They took what down the Pretty Little Liars too. Um, they've just taken down literally, literally everything. Everything they've stripped us. Netflix got more expensive and has less good things, except Outer Banks comes out soon. Girl, we gonna watch that shit or what? I'm so excited. Euphoria, we have another year, but that's on HBO Max. Oh my god. Have you heard about the controversies with HBO Max lately? Bro, what? No. About how they're not doing well? Yeah, yeah about how they might like, shut down? Yeah. Yes, I sure have. Because what's Euphoria gonna do? Yeah, where are they gonna go, bro? I'm gonna freak out. I need to rewatch that whole series me so too. bad. Me but too. I feel like it's gonna send me in a spiral. <laughs> mm. 
Maybe a little bit. That's so funny. I love that show. That Me show. and Maddie actually dressed up as Ruined Jewels for Halloween. We sure did, and we rocked that show. We didn't take any pictures. This is the thing about me and Brooke, okay? Listen to this. We spend probably every fucking day together. How many pictures do you think we have with each other in it? Probably a good five. I'm I was going to say less kidding. than ten, and the amount of them that are serious is probably one. Maybe. I'm telling you, like, we've spent probably a whole year, whole year together. Mm-hmm. And have like nothing zero to show, pictures. Man. Literally nothing to show. We have this podcast show. We do have this podcast, but um, maybe we're just living in the moment. But I, I need to take more pictures because I used to be really good about that. But me too. I actually all of twenty twenty one. I was that. Do you remember my TikTok? Yes. I used to post TikToks of um me and like a bunch of my friends if any of you want to go follow my tiktok it's at wid broke i'm just gonna shamelessly promote myself this is <laughs> this is our podcast so like you know if you want to you know go follow I'm gonna me say can we just like put all of our like oh um, yeah we can start putting the links in the, the, links in yeah, the description we'll start yeah, putting you guys that in our description what's going on in our life you know yes okay um so i make i made like the videos of like me and my friends yeah I don't know where else. <laughs> she made a, a whole collage of like videos for friends, like showing that she does take a lot of pictures. Oh yes, like, that's where we were. I completely understand. I had like a, I don't know if you guys know one second every day, but I had one of yes. those and my whole 2021, I'll have to show you like every single day I had done pictures or videos of like, I think I might've been in it like day. once or twice, you even though we weren't really close. But like, yeah, I used to be that bitch where I would take pictures of everything and like, I don't know what happened to 2022, but like, I just started living more in the moment. I, I'm barely on my phone anymore, I swear. Like, I, you can ask any of my friends, Snapchat, especially Snapchat. Can we talk about, maybe that's another episode. We were getting pretty long we're, here, but like. I was going to say, we started going off all of a sudden and we had oh nothing. Well, no, we went from fine. alone time to other stuff. I this did. is how our conversations are. I hope that you guys enjoy. Yeah, this but, is raw, literally raw shit right here, bro. Um, the one, the one last thing I probably want to say before we like keep going like tangent wise is a. Uh, <laughs> stop streaks in 2023 please do i'm thinking about literally ending all of mine because that's all i do that's the only reason i get on snap really and is to do that it's not even like i still snap people back and forth only my best friends list stop sending streaks uh stop snapping back random people that you don't know to fill oh your void God. literally random <laughs> go people. touch grass go touch fucking grass no go really grass. the only people i will genuinely respond to is if they're on my best friends list everybody else is just there and it's just because it's a streak that's like a thousand days that sounds so bad a thousand days blah mm-hmm. blah blah and like i have a fear of people getting mad but at this point like I'm no. tired of saying an S to you. Like it's 2023. I'm about to just end all of the motherfuckers. You know what? We're, we're gonna do adults. that tonight. That's what's happening. We're I'm adults. <laughs> we are not like if you're not my friend. If we're not talking consistently, I'm not sending you a blank screen so that I can spend my time snapping you back a blank screen. We don't know anything about each other, and it's literally just because you have nothing else to do. Exactly. You need to pick up a hobby. Um, um, at old me, no, you need to pick up a hobby. Unpopular opinion: Snapchat is useless besides the memories. I would not at have Snapchat point, if I didn't have the. If I knew how to import those memories off of Snapchat, I would not have Snapchat. Anymore. I have a few people that I like mainly communicate with on Snapchat, yeah. and it's mainly just because like so used to it but honestly a lot with a lot of my closer friends i normally will just like text them exactly. if i need something it's one of those things it's just like come on man my snap score is literally at 1.5 million now Jesus. like girl 
That's crazy to me. Go touch grass. Go touch grass. Get outside. Jesus. But yeah, that's another... We can always talk about social media on a different topic because I have so many things to say. Like we said in the beginning, please please put stuff in the google form let us know what you yes. want to hear yes we would um, love to hear your guys's input and things you think would be interesting topics to listen to our dumbasses talk about we could literally do a whole episode on story times and confessions of our listeners exactly or questions that you guys have like mm-hmm. we would do it all like genuinely if you're hearing this Go click the link in the description. Leave us an anonymous message. Leave us two or three anonymous messages. Leave us all of your stories so that we can react to them in an episode and you can hear your fun fucking rambunctious stories and we can react to them and everyone else can too. It'd be fun to get you guys kind of involved with our stuff. Mm-hmm. But it- I want us to be putting out content that you guys want to hear and that you guys are also involved in. Yeah. If we- you want that but we want also you guys to have a voice yes we just want to put out things that you want to hear too so we can't do that unless you tell us what you want to hear this is a two-way street man so if you're here if you're listening to this podcast if you want to keep listening to us and you don't want to be bored of what we're talking about and you don't want to hate your life but you want to be here to support us you need to click the link in the description and let us know what you want to hear yes ma'am i couldn't have said it better myself but all right i believe that is our wrap for this episode again this comes out every wednesday this should be out on all streaming platforms yes ma'am with all that being said we'll see you next week bye guys